0: Okay. <laughs> Everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab.
1: 600 to go, Master Jamie attempting to go back to back in the Rocky Cup he's about to be all eyeballed by Rovers Pepper, the outside deep breath is back behind them Sunfall is starting to appear on the scene, Indian Dreamer's pulled out deep, he's starting to run on out wide on the track is Solar Apex, Master Jamie Sunfall, Indian Dreamer, they are together Master Jamie, the inside Sunfall, the outside Indian Dreamer out wide, Master Jamie he's kicking, he's kicking strongly, Sunfall not there yet Master Jamie is going to do it again he leads all of the way he defeated Sunfall, Indian Dreamer third, Batiga fourth, then Subhanaba's deep breath
2: Saturday's Tab Rockhampton Cup back-to-back wins for Master Jamie for jockey Bubba Tilly and trainer Graham Green as we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab rounding up all of the country news. We'll talk this morning about Master Jamie as well as what Bubba Tilly's been up to had a big big weekend. Uh, Also catch up with all of the news out of the Drovers Cup meeting at Home Hill taken out by the Driller. Fabs Cowboy was uh, down to race at Roma and did so on Saturday chasing down that elusive win number 50 but wasn't able to get a Across, first across the line and we'll tell you about a trainer at uh, at Esk on the weekend only has two horses in his stable from what I understand and they both at that program well, lots of news to get through on the show today with plenty of guests and d- details coming through and it's always helping us out with lots of news on Bush Peter's Rob Luck G'day Rob
3: uh, G'day Tony good morning listeners and uh, yeah these cup carnivals are moving up the coast are not they Tony with that that rocky carnival the new market of course and the uh, rocky cup now moving on to uh, Mackay, I think it's about two sad days' time. Mackay Cup on the 22nd of July, and then you move on to uh, Townsville Cup and the Cleveland Bay on the uh, 12th of August. But Bubba Tilly and Master Jamie, what a great combination, uh, Tony, and three cup wins now for Bubba Tilly, Mamzel Corday, and two with Master Jamie back to back, as we heard from Russell, Lennon, uh, Leonard there, and uh, look, Bubba's. You mentioned in the uh, in the opening there, Bubba's had a great weekend. That uh, you've got a bit more detail on. I think a combination with Stephen Lee going extremely well down at Grafton on Sunday as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he had a treble on uh, Saturday at the Rockhampton Program, along with Master Jamie. He was also able to uh, salute on the uh, stablemate in Shemidi in the uh, two-year-old, and then lined up in the last of the day on Deb Zelly for Matt Crop in the, uh, the three-year-old handicap there over the 1100. Uh, didn't, uh, well, I imagine, didn't celebrate too hardy-party uh, into Saturday <laughs> night because, yes, he had a couple of assignments to get across the border for, uh, as you say, linking up with uh, Stephen Lee at the Grafton Program. Wrote a double there on the Astronomer and Reverend Thule, and ran third on a man uh, in the Class One. And I would say that you'll see more of Bubba teaming up with the Stephen Lee Stable right through the Grafton Carnival as they get uh, ready for big meetings ahead, including the Remount and the Grafton Cup days.
3: Yeah, I read an article that he's got a good percentage strike rate going uh, with Stephen Lee, and obviously uh, Graham Green loves putting him on, Master Jamie, and what a, a great war horse Master Jamie is. And I tell you, when, Bubby, uh, when Bubba is in that sort of form, and it always seems to be around carnival times, country stampedes time, uh, no-one rides with better confidence and, uh, and a plum than uh, than Bubba Tilly. And you wouldn't be afraid to put him on a horse in a big race, would you, Tony, because... Uh, he, uh, he really does produce the goods and uh, gets them over the line.
2: Saturday was a big day for Graham Greene with multiple winners on the program including as we said Master Jamie in the Cup but also Top Spy in the Capricorn Guineas which was uh, a leg of the winning double for jockey Martin Harley who's been in great form as well and Friday the Rocky Newmarket going to Roman Aureus for Georgina Carter and Brian Wakefield Jr. Uh, They had a double on the day Angela Jones rode a double, Tony Gollan trained a double and from what I gather all in all a very very successful Rocky Cup Carnival. It started off with the uh, the big Calcutta lunch on Thursday, we're broadcaster Alan Jones. Uh, who's no stranger to racing, of course, uh, was part of the ownership of Stromberg Carlson back in the day. Uh, he was the uh, the special guest speaker there, and then they had two great days of racing. And other big news coming out of Rocky. We heard, uh, going back a while ago, Rob, that uh, Ian Mills, the CEO, is retiring, and the news coming through just on the, uh, the eve of this year's carnival, David Aldred, a name that uh, is known to many from his days at the Sunshine Coast Turf Club and also with the Darwin Turf Club, been involved in harness racing uh, right across the country and with Kewrick as well. And David is going to be the incoming CEO. Congratulations on the appointment, and we welcome him along.
3: Yeah, wealth of experience um, there, and, and quite a few changes uh, happening in that regard. I see also out of Rocky Tony Fennell linking up with the—is uh, it the Australian Trainers Association uh, or an organisation like mm, that to Queensland help out Bridge. with his knowledge? The Queensland Trainers Association, is it Tony?
2: It's the Queensland branch of the ATA, and yeah, Tony's going to be looking after a lot of the uh, the central and uh, northern parts of the state, uh, assisting Cameron Partington with the wonderful work that mm. Cam and the, uh, the team at the ATA Queensland branch do there and yeah, helping the Queensland branch to get a, uh, a much wider coverage I guess for uh, tackling all of the issues that are facing trainers right across the state. We've been talking about some of those on Bushbeat over the uh, the recent weeks and I guess for months and, and months well, we've been talking about things like jockey shortages and things like that Rob, but there's a lot more to it than that. There's programming issues and th- those kinds of things and great to see that kind of experience as a former CEO of the right Rocky Jockey Club see Tony Fennell coming on board with the uh, the Queensland branch.
3: Yeah, and uh, I think the key to it all is the ability, the communication ability and having those networks now that can link people together, get the information out there. The quicker that people can get the communication and the accurate communication, the better. Um, it helps run, make everything run smoothly. The only disappointment out of the Rocky Carnival, I suppose, coming from a bush beat point of view, was uh, the late scratching of uh, Art by Concord coming out of the new market after winning the uh, Battle of the Bush. But... It did lead us into the fact that that Battle of the Bush form coming out of the... or showed up again on the weekend because we uh, go to Bar Calden and one of the early favourites for the race and well in the market, Grand Palazzo and the Battle of the Bush and uh, Music Award, they both competed in the Open Handicap at Bar Calden on Saturday.
1: Seven lengths top end of Taylor. Music Awards found himself in front. He's one off the fence. Grandalago's on its outside. Helmet head, Caffrey. Enterprise Grand runs into it. So too does Grand Palazzo, Gypsy Biker, and up the fence, Galapagos. Into the straight now. 250 metres to go. Music Award and Grand Palazzo run on. Then Grandalago, Enterprise Grand, and Revennaire. It's still Music Award. Music Award with a kick. Here's Grand Palazzo dropping! Grand- Grand Palazzo on the Inside Music Award, we Lake, late, but she's back with a banger! Grand Palazzo, Caffrey would have been third on the inside, followed by Gypsy Biker Galapagos. Then we got Caffrey was there as well
2: great call there from Andrew Watts with the Barcaldine Regional Council Open on Saturday, taken out by Graham Palazzo for Maddie Gray and Tony Schofield. And Rob, got to give uh, credit where credit's due. The disappointment for the Ilfracombe Club to lose their meeting that was meant to be the ilfracombe Willowy Cup uh, meeting on Saturday. We'll talk more about what they were able to achieve and, and still have a, a pretty good day at the track from what I gather there on Saturday. But take you back uh, eight days. But I called and were due to race with the TAB program Monday of last week and unable. Able to do so with the other uh, welcome wet weather that's been around then sort of like a day, day and a half later, uh, pretty much had to scramble to be able to get a six-race program together and uh, raced under pretty good conditions then uh, on the Saturday afternoon with that program coming through. uh, As I said, uh, be able to scramble and be able to pull the meeting together like that was pretty good. And I think, uh, yeah, credit all round racing Queensland for thinking a little bit outside the square to be able to do that kind of thing and also for the Bar Club to be able to get it all on top ready there for the program Saturday.
3: And getting it done early in the week um, we, with uh, acceptances and nominations coming into play there. And, of course, unfortunately, this is the second year in a row for Ilfacombe, But Ilfercone, being that great little town, 27 k's east of um, Longreach, they certainly have a good day out. They didn't miss having the sheep races and things like that. And they had the music and the whole town turns out for their annual day. But the racing then moving To uh, Barcaldon, congratulations to uh, President Willie Chandler and the team down there in Barcaldon getting it well and truly organised. But I think there might have been a little bit of input from uh, our next guest on the line, Andrew Watts, who's on his way back from uh, Mount Isa yesterday. First question this morning, Wattsy, where are you pulled up uh, to come on Bushbeat this morning?
1: Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rob. And uh, yeah, pulled up in uh, beautiful Winton. Uh, as we speak got an early start this morning. and uh,
3: I was going to say, it was early to get that
1: far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got away about 5 o'clock. Had to get uh, Mackers on the way out. But, uh, yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> it's uh, beautiful out here in the West. Gee whiz, there's some uh, caravanners and uh, tourists, as you'd expect. It is the uh, busiest two weeks of the year. And uh, we're right in, into busy racing season, as you mentioned yesterday, Rob Man, Tony Mount Isa. Um TAB races, but yeah, on Saturday, just to add to that uh, about Ilpricame, they have picked up a date later on in the year as well. They'll race a Saturday uh, after Melbourne Cup. So the second Saturday it'll turn out in November. So great to see them able to get a race meeting. But uh, yeah, you heard Grand Palazzo uh, in the call leading into the chat and uh, very impressive win. I know um, the Schofield's probably a little bit uh, unsure how she'd back up, um, didn't travel very well down to the Battle of the Bush and, um, of course, came home and it was too good there. Great to see Music Award, a uh, good second in that race. And Revenair um, flashing late, it was tailed out um, early on and uh, flashed home to run third for David Rewald and Jason Bavarovich. And uh, it was a good run, a double on the day for the Schofields. They run races five and six with uh, Jerry Zander. Ah, uh, finally getting across the line first. He's been heavily supported these last couple of starts for the Schofields. This time, written by Nat Summers. Uh, the small field suited, and there was pace on, and Jerry found his feet and stormed down the outside to win, uh, two lengths over Moracony, and uh, Thing High whacked away in third. Rob, but uh, Jerry, he's been costly for punters. I know he was short price over at Tambo when you called there, and he's always promised plenty, hasn't he, Jerry?
3: He certainly has, not an, and impressive for him to come back to the 1300. I mean, he was in the race at Tambo over 1800 and talking about uh, horses that finally get the win I thought there were two on the program particularly that have been promising a fair bit and uh, one was the boy forced to train by Turbo with Timmy Bummel and the other was Lunar Glide, which I think I finally dropped off in any tipping uh, for Billy Johnson and Robbie Farr. By well, Turbo
1: was a really good run um, he got away beautifully from an inside draw, and Brummel uh, was able to control the race and uh, had a really good kick coming for home. Uh, Vinaigrette was sound in second for Raymond Fraser and Anna Bacos, just running out of time uh, coming from the back end of the field and Lily LA, uh, one of the three runners for Raymond Williams in the race uh, look, I, I thought she travelled into it nicely, but when asked for the supreme effort, just probably plugged that last little bit for Raymond and Maddie Gray, and uh, that was a, a good race. And you mentioned Luna Glide. Yeah, well, it was its time to win, um, ridden beautifully by Robbie Farr. Uh, took the lead turning for home, but the run of Zarossa was enormous. Um, giving Billy Johnson the Cornella in the race, uh, but Robbie Farr rode the winner. Decatur Graham on the second horse and, and Old Hot Chocolate uh, gave a side. He probably led till about 200 to go. Uh, the other two winners on the program were Trebler, uh, who backed up after that 1700 metre race at Alpha um, and was tough. One throughout for Jeffrey Rafter and Tim Brummel. That was the second leg of Timmy's winning double. Uh, beat He's a Gem, who I conservatively can say, um, spotted the leaders 10 um, at about the 600 and absolutely stormed home for Tony Schofield and Mick Schrappel and Wiki. A little bit dour in the run to the line, running third for David Rewalt and Robbie Farr. And the other winner on the program was Vital Valencia, uh, breaking the maiden status for Patrick O'Toole and the Rodans. Um, came with a well timed run by Jason Bavarabich. Now, it was great to see. Uh, Jason Barabridge and Keith Ballard uh, answering the call. With a bit of a jockey shortage there early last week, and uh, they came down and um, had a full book each. That so was great for the boys. Uh, beat Valiant Joan for Boy Foster and Tim Brummel, and uh, Annie's Top was a good run for Daryl Johnson and Nat Summers in third. That wraps up Mark Alden.
3: Yeah. Jason Babarevich and Keith Ballard doing that trek. They turned around, as you did uh, as well, and got up to Mount Isa on uh, or yesterday for the country TAB meeting. And one thing that came out of both of these Bar and uh, Mount Isa meetings, uh, which I know you can touch on, is Billy Johnson extending his lead in the train, country trainers' premiership um, with a double up there, was it, at um, Mount Isa and the win at uh, Bar Calden. Uh, took him out to 46... Of, Pretty good lead over Tanya Parry on 40 with John Manselman lurking on 38 and of course uh, Robbie Farr getting that win at Barkey. He's only got that four-point lead or four-win lead over Tyler Leslight. Dan Ballard not quite getting any wins yesterday, but uh, what did you see as the main things coming out of the Mount Isa Country Tab Meeting?
1: Yeah, it was was a good meeting. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, watching the fluctuations uh, close to start time, there was certainly some money invested and... Uh, particularly the winner, Hand Dynasty, who's now four from four at Mount Isa, just loves the sand. Uh, beat Cato, who was a good run in ZumaCon. I thought La Force uh, was sound over the 60, uh, over the 1450 benchmark 65, just held off Barrichello. Uh, Fields of Red was a bit of a surprise in the maiden, beating golfer Akbar. The Brotherhood um, had a good weight swing on the favourite, not another Reby, and saluted well for young Savannah McCann, who rode a double yesterday. Uh, Devil, uh Managed to find the lead and um, had a cosy lead to get the 1,200. And uh, Justin Borden with a winning double, also training devil and that earlier maiden winner, Fields of Red. Uh, Just sizzling, uh, found his race yesterday for Billy Johnson. Well, by four and a quarter lengths over old snippy strategic, that gave Tyler Leslight a winning double. And the last race, I can't remember the last time on a tab track I've seen a horse so heavily backed sizzling Sonata $3.50 three fifty into a dollar twenty five on the tab or four to one on in the old. Uh, but it couldn't got to get the job done. Specific journey for Mel Berry and Jason Bavarovich took the cutest money, seventeen and a half thousand uh for winning that race, beat sizzling Sonata and Kadano uh, Cardano and I believe on this call, uh, someone might have had a couple each way on Specific mm-hmm. Journey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was I was listening as I was driving uh, in Brisbane yesterday and I'm thinking uh, willing barra to get home on that, that last one and the race caller Rob has said before they've just things been back three twenty into a dollar twenty four and I'm thinking, yeah, well there's my money down the drain, I should be on the hot favorite. Wasn't I cheering specific journey and well done, Mel and Barra.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And Mount Isa tends to throw up that real close finish on the final event on a, on a TAB uh, day, I'm noticing as well. But I thought uh, also Hand Dynasty, as you said, four from four on the track. But it's good to see that Battle of the Walshwar. He, he was in the field. He was a scratching due to barrier. Uh, he's gone back to one of his favourite surfaces and continued with that uh, that strength of form uh, up there. But across the board, what's the other thing about Mount Isa I thought uh, was good. There was some, uh, you know, you can often get some very big margins, but not so much the case yesterday
1: yeah track curator president mr he Do knows all, everything jay morris <laughs> um had breakfast with him yesterday and he was very confident that the track would play even and i think he was spot on i thought they were winning from out wide they were running up the rails um they were leading they were coming from behind and, and as you mentioned um in days gone by you it would be nothing to see margins 10 by 10 by 10 sort of thing but uh, apart from one race where they strung out like brown's cows, it was very competitive racing.
3: And great to see you got that win uh, with La Force for the Saunders family there. And uh, where are you headed to this weekend?
1: Uh, Blackall, Blackall this weekend, and um, by all reports, um, it'll be a, a big meeting. Uh, I know a, a quite a few Southwest trainers will be heading that way, and um, probably those that might have missed a run. Um, Either last week at it or, or Ilfracombe will probably back up there as well. So I assume the nominations will be strong uh, come 11 o'clock this morning. Good on you. What's yeah, your they're safe travels for the... just around the
3: corner? corner.
1: Sorry, Rob? Sorry,
3: Rob. They're just around the corner of the nominations, but we better let you get back on the road for the last 175 k's uh, to Longreach. You've probably got front up to work for the rest of the day, have you,
1: mate?
2: Oh, we'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> safe travels for the rest of the journey. Thanks for joining us this morning.
1: Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, listeners. It's
2: the Noel Allen Memorial Cup program coming up at Blackhall on Saturday. Rob, looking at the calendar, uh, Boggabilla Cup Day for the Windy Race Club, and that's the first leg of the Border Cup Triple Crown bonus series, something new that they've brought in. The second leg is going to be the St George Cup coming up on the 29th of July, and the third and final leg will be the Torwood Cup on the 12th of August, and there's a nice fat bonus that goes along with uh, that particular series. Also this Saturday, it's Hewendon Cup Day, Ingham Gold Cup Day, and Thangool are also racing. Uh, not forgetting of course the tab meetings coming through this week today uh cairns it's the last leg of the uh magic millions rob kosh memorial far north queensland up and coming Stayers series a Mackay Newmarket Day on Friday. Gympie have a TAB program along with Toowoomba on Saturday. And uh, I was just looking, Longreach uh, have a Sunday meeting coming up on the 23rd of July. A couple of other day claimers to throw out there. You were mentioning the uh, Mackay Muck, uh, Cup meeting. Yes, that is 22nd of July. Before we then head further up to uh, the Townsville Carnival, the Lightning and the Guineas there on the 6th of August, the Townsville Cup and the Cleveland Bay coming up on the 12th of August. And looking even further ahead, I've already started putting some of the date claimers onto my diary for the Country Stampede and Mm. Country Cups Challenge Leagues. The qualifiers for those are going to be kicking off on the 22nd of September, which will be here before we know it.
3: Exactly right and it's great to see that continuity of these extra races with feature prize money and great to see that you as keeper of the series points uh, will be all over that new uh, one (laughs) that you mentioned there Tony. Um, They don't let me anywhere near the mathematical side of things in this game as (laughs) When you looked at the top at the top of the show, you mentioned a trainer that only has probably a couple of horses in the stable, and uh, they featured at Esk on the weekend. And I was particularly pleased to see an old stallion in publishing being the sire of both of these winners for trainer Mark Callaghan, as uh, we were about to welcome um, Paul Dolan to the show, where Hassanoff also took the cutest money in
0: the Maiden Plate and Hassenhoff fourth, so the favourites are running third and fourth as they come down the side. They're followed by shades of Luva Sombani, getting well back is Canny son, and then came Vane Luke as they come up towards the home turn, and Sombani has got past a couple of those. Coming around the corner now, 3.50 to go, and it's a very keen contest here with Shotgun64, taking the lead around the outside and going for home. Shotgun64 straightens up, now Hassenhoff is going to get to the outside in the white and green stripes, and is coming after it pretty gamely shotgun 64 and hassenhoff they settle down to fight it out hassenhoff on the outside's got his head in front hassenhoff is the leader drawing clear and hassenhoff is too good shotgun 64 second in third placing shades of louver
2: Hassanhoff taking out his maiden plate there at the S program on the weekend. That was the Helen Schlecht and Rose Jolly Memorial Cup maiden plate. Chris Meehan and Brenton and Andrew combining for that win. The voice you heard there was Paul Dolan, and he is with us to look back at this S program from Saturday. Good morning, Paul. How
0: are you going, Tony? And good morning, all. And to Rob. Good morning to you, Paul. And, uh, yeah,
3: hustling off. Good to see that cutest money going off and uh, Brent and Andrew and Chris Mee and getting that win. But uh, both Tony and I are particularly uh, pleased to note Mark Callaghan. And you you usually find out all this good information for us, Paul, but uh, Mark Callaghan, we're pretty sure, looks like he's only got the two horses in the stable and a double on the day there at Esk on the weekend. You
0: put me on the spot, Rob. I didn't actually have a chance ch- to chat with Mark. Uh, I did mean Mark. to. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a good effort, as you say. The publishings, one of them was eight year old, and one of them was nine year old. So mm. uh, it keeps on keeping on uh, with, the, with those winners. Yeah, Mark uh, Mark's winners were uh, uh, in race two, and then the one you did just uh, you just heard the uh, the replay of. So um, yeah, eleven thousand dollars was the, was the, was the prize prize money collect, and um, the winner of hussanoff was significant in a way. There were six races there at ESCO on Saturday. Five of the winners were trained in Toowoomba and only one elsewhere. And that other one was Hussonoff. But it's trained at Gatton, which is just down below the ranges. So uh, basically the horses from Toowoomba and Gatton, well, they did scoop the pool.
3: And it's one of those tracks, Paul, when you're watching it on the uh, the Vision from Regional Cast, it's uh, one of those tracks where you've got plenty of obstacles in the, in the way at various parts of races.
0: You mean, You mean the trees on the infield? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well, it's a golf course and, I, and Graham, Lynch, the track manager gets to get some of them trimmed back but in, a, in an ideal world any race caller would have no obstructions but anyway, it's part of country racing, isn't it? Um,
3: oh, I definitely. Yeah, they,
0: they seem to get sick of those trees every every few months when we go there. <laughs>
3: Um, Gabby Simmons, a young apprentice that's uh, going extremely well, getting another winner on that program as well. Um, the last race uh, with Jake Capel um, Martini Dancer in the Class B
0: Yeah, Jake had a good day, he's based in Toowoomba, um, as well as this winner at uh, at Esk, the final uh, winner uh, which was um, Martini Dancer. He had a, a runner at Toowoomba that night, ran third, and he had a, a place getter at Doombat with the main metro card on Saturday afternoon, so in three venues, he had a first, second and a third. Um, I can tell you a little bit about Gabrielle. She's one of those, uh, those those riders, so many of them, come through the show jumping and equestrian uh, background, Rob. She's 24-year-old, but she's only just recently started riding, but she does have that, that horse um, you know background through the show jumping and the equestrian. She started uh, with Tony Hayden, who I think was a Gympie at the time, but she's now attached to the Ryan Tyrrell, Tom Button uh, stable, at the Sunshine Coast. So her strike rate's actually very good. She's had 73 mounts for 13 winners, which is a strike rate of 17.8% win. That's pretty good, isn't it, for a new kid on the block, so to speak.
3: Oh, definitely. And Gabby has a willingness to travel to the country meetings and get releases from uh, her her master there to uh, do so. I'm pretty sure I saw it at Cunnamulla even going that far out, which is great to see a young apprentice getting uh, all that experience. But there was plenty of experience, shown with a couple of jockeys in those first couple of races, uh, particularly Nozzy Tomazawa in the first.
0: Yeah, he won the first, which was over uh, 800 metres, a a maiden on Super Exceptional, trained by Jaden Sims in Toowoomba, $2.50 favourite. One of five favourites to win on the day. Six races and five favourites were successful. And it was a very good uh, afternoon slash night for Nozzy because as well as that winner at Esky, he rode a double at Toowoomba. Uh, Toowoomba's only about an hour and a bit across the back blocks and plenty of the jockeys make the trip, do the double header. And uh, Nozzy uh, chalked up a winner under the lights, or two winners under the lights at uh, Clifford Park as well. So uh, Nozzy took out the first. The uh, second race was um, Mark Curry's, uh, Mark, Mark Callaghan's uh, first leg of double with good grab. Moriyuki Nishio did a good job in this one from Barrier 6. It led, was joined at the home turn, but uh, kicked away very strongly to score. The third race was named in honour of uh, Dan O'Brien, the long-serving uh, chairman and everything else that uh, ever had to be done at Esk. Dan was part of that, and it was won by Straight Alphas. Race number nine, Soraya Chemkin got this one home for Tony and Maddie Sears from Toowoomba and was the $2.80 favourite. Then Landon Sykes scored on the uh, second winner for the Mark Kelligan uh, stable, which was the, uh, the toppy Harry and the Tiger in race number four. Uh, kicked away for quite a decisive win in the run home. Race five, you've just heard the repo there. And race six wrapped it up with a uh, a class B over the 1460 and Martini Dancer took that out Gabriel Simmons we mentioned or Jake Caprell. Funny little story here the last race was quite late and it was starting a fading light and as I was reading out the um, the, the names of the owners um, uh, pending correct weight coming through from the steward I thought I was going to be there till after dark. That many owners and all of a sudden 14 I counted them, there was 14 owners there and uh, they all assembled in the enclosure in the fading light to get their photo taken with their winning horse. I suppose the happiest guy out of that would have been the course photographer. He would have sold (laughs) plenty of pictures.
2: Especially if there's even more members in the old NAICS punters club who are one of the syndicate owners there of Martini Dancer in the last. You never know how many are part of that or whether it's just like a family syndicate or something like that, but I do enjoy some of the names
0: that you see bob up in some of these owner syndicates along the way. That's true. So in the riding department, from the six races, four males and two females. It's normally the other way around, but the boys held their head high. As far as the actual horses were concerned, three fillies and mares and three geldings, so that was evenly split. The next S meeting will be on Saturday, November 11. They have three non-tab meetings a year. Uh, in recent times, they've they've had a meeting at Christmas, but uh, you know it's hard to get volunteers and it can be extremely hot. So. They've looked around for a date, and as it so happens, it's the same one that Ilfracombe have got. But that doesn't matter; they're, they're far enough away. So Saturday, the eleventh of November, will be the next meeting at Esk. Mm. These um, southeast Queensland country clubs have got a, uh, a uh, like a bonus series for um, points scored at various meetings. These are the non non-tab ones in um, in southeast Queensland, and there's two more to go as far as I can see it, to the end of the season. The Gimpy Tab meeting this Saturday, I suppose that would count. Uh, well it's a tab meeting, maybe it won't and then there's Bundaberg on the 29th of July at the moment the leading trainers are um, Corey and Kylie Guerin, the leading jockey is Kelly Gates and the horse of the uh, of the series is BOK but they're pretty close contests so that could change if Gimpy's included but certainly Bundy will be included on the 29th
2: that's uh, Bundy Cup Day, 29th of July. It's also Caulfield Cup Day and Middlemount Cup Day, plus St George Cup Day. And as we say, Rob, our cups runneth over this time of year.
0: They certainly do, Tony. And, Paul, where are you off to next? Well, I'm actually going to Gundawindi this Saturday. Um, the guys who normally call there have got other commitments, so uh, I haven't called at Gundy before. I've been through the town plenty of times, but they're racing this Saturday. And it's part of a 3 league. Uh, triple bonus i know these bonuses that that many of them it's sometimes hard to keep track of them but there's a three-leg bonus uh for a horse that can win the um the boggabilla cup which is being run at Gundawindi windy this saturday and then the st george cup on the 29th of july then the tallwood cup on the 12th of august and the races are over 1400 1600 and 1650 so it's a natural progression in distance and the races are spaced to fortnight apart if the one horse can win that um win those three cups, $10,000 bonus. So it's a, a decent prize to be chased for. So I suspect when the uh, when the Gundawindi noms come through in a few minutes' time, there'll be plenty of noms in particular for that Bogabilla Cup.
2: Uh, great to see the clubs doing just something a little bit different there and a little bit of cooperation goes a heck of a long way. Good on you, Dogsy. We'll catch up soon. Thanks, guys. Paul Dolan there reporting in on Esk on the weekend. Still more country racing news to roll through on Bushbeat today. And, Rob, on Saturday they raced at Bassett Park at Roma for the city's Rugby League race day. The Gladiators started off the day on a winning note beating One Wandoan by 40 points to 20 before the five-race program kicked off. And a good win here that we're going to hear Peter Flynn call out of the third race of the program in the 1,200-metre open plate Sophie Wilcock had a double on the day and here's one of her winners on Unrestricted.
0: 400 metres to go as they circle and Unrestricted's got a kick and got away. Two to Joey Jaws. Dynamic verse getting through on the inside there. Partners and Shotgun Sunny at the 250 metre mark. Unrestricted in front. He's got a good break. He's about two and a half links in front of Dynamic verse then Shotgun Sunny. Unrestricted clear. Sophie Wilcox has got a double. Restricted three links to uh, dynamic verse, then shotgun Sonny, uh, followed by Hanover Square. Fab's Cowboy never came into play.
2: We were hoping that Fab's Cowboy was going to be able to rack up win number 50. Been somewhat elusive, Rob, out of his 138 career uh, runs so far. Still sitting on 49 wins and 38 placings. He's nudging at the $400,000 mark. I was amazed to see uh, going back through his record. He had his first ever race start at Roma. It was all the way back on the 21st of november 2015 in a thousand meter maiden i could give you a a, a 100 picks i doubt that you could remember the horse that beat fabs cowboy in his very very first go
3: you're going to have to tell me (laughs) tony
2: i had to look it up bob mark's boy trained by mark goodwin uh back in the day back in 2015 and fab's cowboy ran ninth that day it's a long time ago, November 2015. He's still out there doing his best stuff. Uh, just needs that one more win to be able to rack up that milestone. Mm-hmm. And as much as he was beating eight lengths there on Saturday, I thought he was running into it all right. But they just set up a cracking speed out in front. It was a couple of really good uh, Sophie Wilcock front-running rides on her two winners for the day. And I think the, uh, the Baker Stable was going to have a bit of fun with Unrestricted. Oh,
3: look. I'm particularly interested in the Galloper too because um, I called him winning at Cunnamulla uh, two back and I thought he was quite impressive. I think it was 1,400 that day and just looks like he's a, a horse on the way up this unencumbered But uh, and that's a strong field when you consider dynamic verse, Hanover Square and Fabs Cowboy just to name three of them and you're right about Fabs Cowboy. Look at the record of the track too, 27 starts at Roma for 10 wins and eight minor placings. I think it just might be one of those elusive wins, the 50th, but it's just around the corner um, but uh, we call you a Roma old boy, don't we, Tony? So uh, I'm sure you picked up a few other things that you notice there. And uh, uh, the, the regular trainer who continually would get a winner at uh, Roma, you'd expect, would be Craig Smith.
2: Yeah, well, we managed uh, a win in the uh, second race of the program with Keen Zap, and that's back to back at the track, as they say. Keen Zap run at the uh, one of the Echidnas Rugby Race Day, and now backed it up with the the Sydney's Rugby League Day for for Dylan Bennett and Craig Smith defeating the stablemate Savvy Song, and a nice run by Island All running on well for third. Keen Zap's race by uh, the Sass Knife Syndicate, Rob. That's uh, managed by David Brook out of Birdsville. David's out of the country at the moment, but uh, the big team there would be gearing up for the birds. Carnival coming up on the first weekend in September and uh, talking with Craig. Yes, Keene Zapp is going to be on the truck for his regular Trek West. Uh, it's also good to see uh, Len Morn continuing on talking about back to back wins at the track. Heat won at the last meeting and was able to back that up with a win on Saturday, taking out the benchmark 60 over the 1200. This has uh, come to the stable, the Chinchilla stable of Leonard Morn. Uh, only two starts it's had now for the stable and two wins, both at Rome. It was previously down in New South Wales before Scone owner Jack Cavanaugh sent it north. This uh, smart missile gelding was written by Morgan Butler. Made a nice mid-race move uh, before putting on a good turn of foot in the straight and uh, beat real hussy by three and three-quarter lengths and Old Town Road was a half a length away in third. One of the more impressive wins of the day was actually the first winner. Now, this is a first starter. uh, Trained by Scott Rogers at Roma, and this is the first win for Sophie Wilcock on Saturday. This was Worthy Moves. It's uh, by Worthy Cause that stands at Clear Mountain Fairview. And as you'll often see, Rob, when you see a stallion have a winner somewhere they quite often end up with multiple winners on the same day and sometimes can be very close time waves within each other. It was only a couple of hours later that uh, the worthy cause that Rob Heathcote trains, Hatchet, won at Durban in the last race there a couple of hours later. So it'll be interesting to see uh, which way Hatchet's going to go, but uh, I'm sure that uh, Bob and the team there at Clearmountain were keeping an eye on the results both at
3: Roma and also at Durban. Yeah, and he's got a good group place getter down in Melbourne. The name just escapes me at the moment. But uh, he's a stallion that certainly uh, uh, has started his career off extremely well and gets well supported. But... The other good thing about the meeting was the uh, result for Matty Crop, uh, Savannah McCann kicking home blue corner. But you also note, Tony, that Deb's Alley was the last start, the last race winner in Rockhampton on Saturday. Well, the Matt Crop stable, of course, getting that last race winner at Roma, two venue double for the stable. Yeah, Savannah McEnroe, blue corner to
2: victory there and uh, backed it up with a a double at the TAB meeting yesterday at Mount Isa. Uh, One of those sort of runs, and and Roma can do this, where you see a little bit of speed on early. They come a little bit wide on the home turn. Well, Savannah tracked the early leader. She saved ground on the inside and was able to kick away in the straight to win by a length over Impactful and the favourite Package. Uh, blue corners by fighting sun who uh, sadly we lost a colic going back a couple of years ago when sun stud were operating the eliza park operation down in victoria uh before moving that on and uh i've got a funny feeling that Widden might have picked up a few of the the uh, the stallions there that came out of sun stud but yeah fighting sun unfortunately we lost him three years ago but we're still seeing some of his progeny out there winning like blue corner did on saturday
3: Another great uh, meeting coming off the sand surface at uh, Roma and talking about last races for the day. When we go up to North Queensland, the Drovers' Cup over the 18.30 was the last on the program and a very significant race, uh, the Drovers' Cup, which uh, you've got some information on as well. The benchmark 60.00. Uh, recognised a stalwart of the, the area um, as a type of memorial race, I suppose, Tony, where the win was by the driller for Jade Doolin and John Manselman.
0: Oh, the Driller's got two or three lengths in front now at the 400 metre mark. One spearing right off the track. Shadow Goddess is probably looking for the better going, or maybe. I don't know what he's doing, but he's coming fast. Between runners was Metal, and showing speed was undoubted in the centre. And back towards the inside is Rebel Lake, flattening for the run. They had the Driller's in front. Oh, Rebel Lake got pushed back to the inside, and Metal was the one that pushed him back. The Driller's still in front, though. The Driller, the Driller's racing away, and the Driller wins the Drovers' Cup. The Driller first, Metal second, Rebel Lake third, Nora fourth.
2: I heard Laurie Wode say at the early part of the program, Rob, that they had the Ray Tapiolis uh, cutest maiden plate on the card and Ray's nickname apparently was The Drover. Hence, The Drover's Cup there at the last race at Home Hill on Saturday, taken out by the driller for Jay Doolan and John Manselman.
3: And a pretty emotional win, I would think, I noticed, for Jay Doolan and John, who uh, know the Tapiolis family so well. Uh, Great to see that win by the Driller now back with John Mansman after performing so well in the southeast corner and I'm sure uh, we'll be going into some more staying races up there. It was a day of doubles also for Frankie Edwards and uh, Elby Elby Molino. They kicked home Smart Thinker, the Smart Missile. A couple of these winners on the day came through some good Townsville form and um, Frankie and Albie had a race-to-race double when the Sherpa took the Class B over Active Royalty and Tao Mina Rhythm. Uh, another one that was in form at Townsville was last two, hence it started odds-on favourite victory for us, taking the Class B for Tony uh, Comerford and uh, Graham Cleesey in, uh, taking that Class B over Whiskey Row and Headlander. And uh, old school for Ricky Gudge and Isabella Tay. Isabella, of course, bouncing back from that uh, five win sequence out there at uh, Stanford when she rode the program. Got a win there over Tempo and uh, Police in the benchmark 65. But a very good win to the driller on that feature event, if you like to call it that, the Drovers' Cup. And uh, great to see that uh, the Ray Tapiola's cutest maiden plate was also honoured on the day with the Smart Thinker win by Albie Molino. Tony?
2: Nominations already starting to filter through for the weekend. I see there's already 16 entries there for the Bogabilla Cup at Gundawindi as part of their 75 nominations. Fabs Cowboy is in the Noms for the Noel Allen Memorial Cup at Blackall for the Baku Amateurs program on Saturday. There's 68 nominations bobbing in there. Gympie with their tab meeting Saturday. There's already 64 nominations filtering through and some good numbers also coming in for the other tab cards, uh, the other non-tab cards, I should say, coming up on the weekend. Rob, where it's going to be Hewitt Cup Day, Ingham uh, Cup Day and the Thangul program as well.
3: Yeah, the Noel Allen Memorial Cup, always a feature at Blackall and also that unrestricted, we mentioned a nomination in the same race. So great racing uh, coming up this weekend, as it always is at this time of the year in the country, Tony, and we'll be back next week on Bushbeat. Uh, just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au with any stories, any information or any topics that you think uh, need to be heard for country racing. And We'll be back next week. Good morning to you, Tony. Good morning, listeners. Good on you, Rob. Have a great week. Thanks to Rob Black, Andrew
2: Watson, Paul Dolan for joining us on the show this week. And if you missed any of the program, you can catch our podcast replay available at the Radio Tab uh, uh, Megaphone podcast page. The link for that goes out on the Twitter handle at Radio Tab Oz. We also put it out on the Country Punter's Facebook page each and every week. Good luck to the club's racing this weekend in Blackall, Gundawindi, Huendon, Ingham and Thangool. We'll be back next Tuesday. Report on that and plenty more here on Bushby.